Hello, and welcome to Ecology and Me, a citizen scientist podcast for curious humans. I'm Kate Douglas, curious human, and today we're talking about poisonous plants. When I studied herbalism several years ago, one of the plants we sat with was elderberry. And while humans have used the berries from black elder trees as medicine for a long time, the seeds, stems, leaves, roots, and raw seeds of this plant are all poisonous to humans. I got to wondering about elderberry again this winter. It's elderberry syrup season. Yum. It made me think, why have some plants evolved to be poisonous? Why would you have some poisonous parts and some non-poisonous parts? And what does poisonous actually mean, anyway? I sat down with herbalist Catherine Soley to get some answers. And I have like a good dad joke, which is that everything is edible once. I met Catherine while studying herbalism, and she has been working with poisonous plants for quite some time. We're working with them on a, like a plant spirit level, taking these physical plants via ingestion. I don't recommend it's not safe unless under very specific guided trained individuals who are part of you know certain lineages who understand how to work with these plants. Now, full disclosure, there isn't a lot of scientific research out there in poisonous plants specifically. I did find one from April 1987 on ingesting poison ivy to boost immunity. It did not work, but hey, not the strangest study I've seen so far on this show. So yes, not a lot of scientific research in the poisonous plant field out there, but that's exciting to Catherine. I mean, that's one thing that I kind of want to understand is why did these get so disregarded? I have different theories, like maybe it was the witch trials, maybe it was, you know, Christianity or false Christianity, you might say, coming in and saying these are the devil's plants. And so to like discourage people from engaging with their traditional religious or shamanic practices, or maybe it's that these plants are more difficult to work with medicinally. Like you have to really be trained and understand what you're doing to work with them because they're poisonous. You can, the kind of margin for error is much thinner than if you're working with say like nettles or oat straw or rose. That brings us to the definition of poisonous plants, according to Science Direct. A poisonous plant is a plant that when touched or ingested in sufficient quantity can be harmful or fatal to an organism, or any plant capable of evoking a toxic and or fatal reaction. See, the plant doesn't even have to be toxic or fatal, just capable of it. Whoa. So why are some plants poisonous at all? Why can't everybody eat everything? So I think the common ideas that's it's like a protection like how you know a snake might bite you to protect itself for example like caffeine is something that plants produce so that insects won't eat them you heard that right caffeine is an insecticide at high doses caffeine can be toxic to insects and coffee plants use caffeine to ward off insects that would otherwise devour their leaves and beans some insects have even evolved taste receptors to help them avoid ingesting it but coffee plants and several others lace their nectar with low doses of caffeine, which seems to give insects a little bit of a high not too dissimilar to the one that we get from a cup of coffee or tea. Poison, it seems, is all about the dose. So, for example, if you drink too much water, it can kill you, something that we all need and is very nourishing and necessary can kill us if we take it in too high of a dose. And I think similarly, 
you know, most poisons have medicinal value when used correctly or used in their proper context. Like, like foxglove, it has this thing called digoxin that is used in our leading heart med- medication to treat heart disease, to treat like if you're having a heart attack or something, this is might be what they give to you if you go to the emergency room. But if you take foxglove in its you know natural form, it'll speed up your heart and cause heart failure. So depending on the way that you work with it, it can save your heart or it can kill you via your heart. And, and, and even if you have foxglove poisoning, one of the antidotes is atropine, which is a different poison. It's a different tropane alkaloid that also comes from belladonna and the nightshade family. This, this world of, well, what is a poison? What is a medicine? Where, where does the poison start and where does the medicine begin? So poison is all about the dose and also a bit about who is eating who here. You know, belladonna berries are, are toxic to humans, but other, you know, birds and rabbits and other animals are known to eat their berries. I am very interested in these exclusive, sometimes monogamous, relationships between plants and other creatures. For instance, the long-time romance between milkweed and the monarch butterfly. All parts of the milkweed plant produce latex when damaged, which is toxic to many animals. But the monarch butterflies love milkweed and feed on it exclusively. I think our love can do anything we want it to. So, next question. Why do some plants only have a single part that's poisonous, like the berries or the leaves or the bark? It's like that with, you know, many plants, any kind of like medicinal plant, whether they're poisonous or not, each part of the plant might have different medicinal values, different mineral content, different alkaloids, and they serve different purposes for our human bodies. But just my initial response is, it points kind of to the the majesty of life that they're even just within one single plant, there's so much diversity, you know, which makes me think too of even another, well, belladonna's in the nightshade family and um, different plants in the nightshade family, poisonous plants, their alkaloid content can vary from within the same plant, like from leaf to leaf, there can be a lot of variation in how potent their medicine is or their poison is depending on how you look at it. So maybe poisonous plants have medicine for us after all. The poisonous plants to me feel like they represent the things that we avoid, the more difficult places in our psyches, the places where our traumas live, the places where we've repressed or rejected certain parts of ourselves. You know, what I feel like poisonous plants have to teach us is that those places are good and safe and normal. Like every single one of us has had trauma in our lives. We're like constantly navigating so much suffering. And I feel like the poisonous plants can help us to integrate these difficult experiences that we've had. Tell us that it's okay, that it's normal to have this. We have to go into the places that we're most afraid of. And and when I think collectively too, you know, with so much going on in our worlds, if we don't see the suffering, if we don't see happening every day on our planet, then we'll never be able to solve it. So recap, we think plants are poisonous to protect themselves from hungry insects and other herbivores, but poison is sometimes medicine. It all depends on the dose and who's eating who. 
Thanks for listening in. If you want to support the podcast, visit my Patreon where you could submit questions for future episodes. Please send me your burning curiosities and we can learn the answer together. That's at patreon.com slash ecology and me. I'm Kate Douglas. Stay curious out there. This episode was recorded, mixed, and produced by me. Theme song is by the amazing Matthew Dean Marsh. Follow us on social at Ecology and Me. 